This episode is brought to you by Credit Restoration Services. Brian Kimbrough. He can be contacted at 708-414-0151 or go to mycreditonpoint.com. Numbers lie. The podcast. Greetings and salutations, everyone out there. Um, this is King Tweed um, in the building again. Numbers lie. The podcast. Uh, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate it. Um, who else we got in the building tonight? What's good, y'all? This is Menifee in the building. How y'all doing? Back again, Rookie of the Year, Crusher. Juwan. <laughs> here. I'm here. And Phil's back. Phil's back, y'all. Um, so, yeah, we got the fellas in the building tonight as usual. But, uh, again, we have a special guest uh, over here. Um, came to rock with numbers live tonight. Um, XL Hardy. Want to uh, give him a round of applause, y'all. We gotta get the background yeah, clock. Background <laughs> right, the background music, man. Let's see what's up. But uh yeah, we appreciate you coming out, brother. Uh pleasure having you. Yeah, no. Pleasure having you. Appreciate y'all having me, no doubt. Yes, sir. So uh if you could, you know, uh tell the people out there kinda, you know, what your role is, what do you do, uh associated with the NBA. So real for quick. Sure, for sure. So for the past seven years. Um, I'm working directly with the uh, NBA's Retired Player Association. And uh, what people might be familiar with is obviously the NBA, the entertainment side, what you see on TV, the gameplay, and then obviously the Players Union, uh, where you got Michelle Roberts who leads that up. It's the specific union for the active players. Uh, what doesn't get as much notoriety is kind of the third piece of that triangle or that puzzle, which is the retired players or the alumni segment. Uh, which I work directly with, um, and specifically my role with the association. Uh, overall, our job is to uh, assist alumni, uh, retired players, whether it be NBA or WNBA, um, to their career in terms of life outside of the game, um, or active players who are preparing for that transition, uh, specifically in the areas of health, uh, degree completion, um, and also career opportunities outside of that. Um, and with my role, uh, I'm a senior director of member relations. So everything from paid appearances to media appearances uh, to also program development, making sure we meet the needs of the players as they transition. Okay. All right. That's dope, man. Hey, that's, 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 that's dope. That's we, uh, uh, with the degree completion is big. No yeah, doubt. That no is doubt. huge. That is huge. We, uh, you know, me and the fellas, we always kind of hey, talk. It's black excellence right here, man. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just, exactly. I'm just I love it. To, Know that this is my cousin. This is a club right <laughs> there you go. Here you go. Oh, man. I know. Yeah. Shameless club. Hey, you know that's my cousin, right? Love. That's my cousin, Hardy Gang Gang. Hey, all black people cousins, man. I mean, you really want to be real. <laughs> but now, nah, yeah, uh, you know, we, we always kind of talk about how we we would love like a you know a gig with the NBA. So that's dope, bro. You, you know, you living no, that dream, it. man. That's that's definitely dope. So we yeah, definitely have some questions for you, real quick. Uh, kind of want to go around the horn. I think the, who had the first question there? Go ahead. Okay, it don't matter. So I, I'll, I'll ask the first question. So, um, so first one, I think. Let me find my question. I know I had to do. You about to skip around? So no, no, no. Real, I'm, I'm gonna ask my Mess question. Up the whole agenda. I ain't messing up the agenda. Y'all, y'all know y'all questions. I, I got my question. So my question was, what differences uh, do you see mentally or otherwise, if any, between you know the dichotomy between younger NBA players and like the older retired NBA players. Yeah, no doubt. No, that's a great question. I think uh, when I first started in the sports business, um, the mindset was totally different because one, the amount of money that the guys is 
was making in the league. I think you really saw a shift probably five to seven years ago when the contracts really began to balloon. So whereas right. the older players, they were thinking about when they transition out of the game, they're looking for that next career, where mm. they're going to work, where that next job is going to come. Mm. Last five to seven years with these contracts, these guys are walking around as their own Fortune 500 company right. because of the type of money they make. So when they transition out of the league, it's not who I'm going to go work for. It's where I'm going to invest my money, what type exactly. of business I'm going to start, and exactly. what other brands can I connect with to help you know boost what I got going on off the court. So that's the biggest difference. Okay. Definitely, definitely. All right. Uh, next question, next question. We got go ahead, Minnow. Uh, okay. Go ahead. All right, uh, my question was, what is your stance or solution on college athletes getting paid? Man, I think it's, I think it's necessary. Um, I think a lot of the things that you're starting to see unfold right now is because of, as a direct result of the fact that these college athletes are putting in the time, um, are really work for hire, except mm -hmm. the fact they're not getting paid. So you taught that prior to college that education is key. But as soon as you step on campus as a collegiate athlete, the books is thrown to secondary, thirdary, because practice, games, they're making sure that's first and foremost. And so as you commit to that, you're not allowed to get a job. So oftentimes, as you know, especially with black athletes, they come from circumstances where financially the family is not in a great position. Oftentimes they're the first of their family to step onto that college campus. Right. So naturally, you still worried about what's going on at home and you're not even able to get a job. So I think the amount of money that these athletes are generating for their universities, they should naturally get a piece of that one to maintain and live and also help their families out back home. No doubt. Yeah. We was talking about that, like the jerseys, you know what I'm saying? Like they should at least get, Something yeah. up the jersey, like their like name the jersey. on the jersey, yeah. like at, at least they should be able to sign autographs and get paid. For yeah, it. yeah. Like What's crazy about signature. that? What's crazy about that? Even with the retired players, I work directly with the licensing. So anytime the NBA uses a retired player's name and likeness, we monitor that to make sure they get paid for it. So it really ballooned the last couple of years with like 2K. They using a lot right. of the legends in those games, and mm -hmm. so. I'm looking at how much these guys are getting paid, you know, just based on their use of their name and likeness in the video game. So when you look at collegiate athletes, jersey sales, um, NCAA basketball, football games, the whole nine, generating the revenue, I can only imagine what they should be cut in and on that level financially. It's the same thing. It's the same game. So why not cut them in? Exactly. Yeah, and still they asking for a meal swipe in the dorm. Exactly. I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> hungry, man. Exactly. I swear. College days, man. Good old good times. Big business. Yeah. Right. I mean, I just saw a report recently. Uh, they were talking about how um, college athletes, oftentimes, by the regular students, were revered and they were kind of jealous of the life of the student athletes. But now, it's the regular students that are yeah. rising above the student athletes because they're struggling and don't have the opportunity to work and have a life outside of it. Granted, that's the sacrifice, but you can't, it's pretty much prison. You know what right. I mean? Yep. Guys going to prison, you put them to work, eight cents on a dollar free meal. You <laughs> get room and board and meals. If you look at it, it's the same scenario. So I, I think you got to shift your mindset. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same setup. Yep. You get right. You get the jumpsuit. That's your that's your game uniform. You get free jail sneakers. Them the Nike sneakers that you're getting on your feet. 
You getting your meals look. a day. You getting yard time. That's practice time. You getting free books or whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, there's nothing outside of that. So and just think about like yeah, the athletes. Like what classes are they really taking? Why? I'm telling you, I you saw on that yeah. student Intro athlete show. Yeah, you check that out. The players, I mean, coaches get bonuses for their players' GPA. No doubt. The, it was a coach on the student athlete show. He was like, I just got this check one day. I was like, What's this from? He's like, Oh. Your whole team was over three point five. He's like, his. He's like, man, my wife called it blood money. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not gonna stop him from taking easy classes. I'm gonna get paid for it on the back end. So mm. like that. Speak UNC, all in place like in the African American history class. Right, right, <laughs> right. That ain't a class. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they get Roy Williams getting paid for that. You know? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm scam. My bad. Go ahead, go. What my you bad, got to say, Corey? What's up? My bad. No. I mean, it just offense take okay. you. Know, you all. UNC fans, you just happen to be a great example at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, it's all good, though. Who next? Who next? Whatever. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm going to give you all some insight into that. Please. Um, exclusive. It's, exclusive. It's probably, it's probably lie. Exclusive. It, it depends on where the podcast going the next week or so. This might be an exclusive. <laughs> but right. um, obviously, y'all know in high school, a lot of the high school kids are participating with the different shoe companies. So. Right. Um, you see guys that are repping Adidas, Nike, Under Armour, now the whole nine. And oftentimes that dictates which college they go to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because they are affiliated with these schools, in the last year you've seen Adidas and these schools starting to get in trouble. What they're doing, the shoe companies are housing them at a competitor's school, college, to make sure they don't get in trouble knowing they're going to be oh. with the brand as soon as they graduate. So I'm not gonna say, but it's a dude at Duke. I didn't say that. You did. High school. He he an Adidas guy. He an Adidas guy. They know who's Mr. Untouchable in college basketball. My man, Coach K. So they said we not gonna get in trouble. You not gonna be ineligible. Go with the Nike guy. They not gonna get. You know they not gonna come down on Coach K. Soon as he finishes this year, they go announce. I, I promise you, they go announce. His deal with Adidas. Well, I already saw his name on the list. But he, you know, he played earlier this week yeah. regarding the whole FBI probe and things like so that. So that's why he got dropped there, opposed to some other yep. going to Kansas. Right, oh, right. Kansas, that yeah. would have been an easy. Oh, okay, we know what's up. So that's you, that's what they're trying to do. Anything now. dirty with my right. man, exactly. We have to do him like Joe Paterno. It can't come out until he passes. So exactly. We might have to hold out yeah. on releasing this episode. <laughs> Yo. Y'all didn't hear that. Right? <laughs> 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 you might want to bleep that out. No doubt. No. I didn't say I like the name. That, bleep out the name when we replay this. Yeah. Got you. I got you. That's My dead. bad. I'm gonna leave the names out moving <laughs> forward. You drop. You drop the names. I already we, knew. We, I yeah. knew exactly. We were about about yeah. Exclusive. Exclusive. But, but that's what they doing now. They housing them at a, a different school. I was just so they I was just saying that about Aiden. Mm-hmm. But he ended up going with Puma anyway. But yeah. like he got the bag from Adidas. Then went to a Nike school in Allegedly. Arizona. Allegedly. Allegedly. No, he got the <laughs> <laughs> No defamation. Yeah. We for you real. Can, you can read we the got LLC. They can't they come after play. y'all. They just come after <laughs> They even paid a friend named Latrell. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I just saw that today. No doubt. And Bowen messed it up. He get the bag from Adidas. Then go to Adidas school. Yeah. He didn't hide his good enough. He's not even in the league. Not, he playing in Australia with Bogut. Yeah. Bogut on his team. All right, all right. Crush, go ahead and ask your question, brother. Um, As far as list questions, because I will ask another one. But um, just overall, what's the best advice that – well, what's the best advice an NBA alum has ever given you? Man, uh, 
I'll probably say, um, I think actually it was the guy who kind of endorsed me in terms of the role that I'm doing now. I was doing some marketing work uh, and management work for him independently before I got the role that I got now. And uh, my passion, my focus was always, I'm coming from a financial industries side of it, uh, was my background and obviously marketing. And the work that I was doing for him, he identified with the need in terms of the bigger masses. And so he saw early that the dot, you know, in terms of where the shift is coming in terms of the amount of money that the players is making, mm -hmm. a situation like the Kevin Garnett where his wealth manager was in cahoots with his accountant yeah, Tim and you too. get stuck for $77 million. He saw that that being my background is going to be a need and it's going to have to be quality people that's in tune with trying to protect the interests of the guys. So he said, what you're doing for me, I want to put you in tune with the league just so you could touch more guys than not. You know what I mean? So that was that was more so personal career advice for me okay. that I appreciated because it's really helped me navigate the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about okay? What, what about professor? I got a pee. But what about personal advice? I know you're around some old school brothers. Yeah, I, hey, yeah. hey, I love talking to old school cats, man. I know they gave you some. I mean, some, my some the, gems. one of the old heads that's probably the realest. Every time I talk to him, is probably Rick Mahorn. Mm -hmm. He one of those OGs that keep it that. real. You sit down with him, it's just like Uncle Rick. Exactly. You know what yep. I'm saying? OG from the crib, that type of thing. But from him, from talking about the ladies to financially, but one of the things he talked about was on some man respect stuff mm -hmm. um i think the first time i talked to him um i used to i used to have this habit of saying um i'm not even gonna lie to you and then going to whatever i was saying <laughs> that's in chicago <laughs> and you know what i'm saying and it, it's a chicago it's thing a chicago it's a chicago thing, thing. <laughs> and he cut me off right away he gave me that og stare like look anybody that says that to me first I know they about to lie to me. <laughs> and I said, I promise, that ain't what I'm doing. That's, like, what we do. Right, right, he right. like, so just make sure mm -hmm. every conversation, you get rid of that and just yeah. keep it straight to the point. Because people that's real, go take whatever information, good or bad, coming to them at them straight. So that was some real real OG advice that I got from him. Yeah. Great, nice. What's up, man? Right, right. Out there. Yeah, yeah, that's the OG. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. What else we got, Phil? Juan? I got it. I got it. So, I don't know if the podcast people know, but me and X used to play against each other in high school. Yes, sir. Yeah, you used to bust your ass, did you? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> talk about that once you leave. But uh, what's your most memorable, like, basketball moment from your own personal career? Man, I have to say, uh, probably when we beat y'all and uh, Ooh. nah, uh, it, one of my biggest ones. I'm not gonna lie, probably my senior year of high school. Uh, we should have won state that year, but we lost to uh, a state to Sean Livingston. Man, you know, from yeah. a lot of people in this room lost to Sean yeah, Livingston. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. but <laughs> I guarantee you. So I'm not as mad now because he ended up being the number one draft pick that year. Mm. But if we had we had a four hour turnaround from our previous game. I guarantee you, if we had a day, we would have cleaned them up. Mm. And we was in Peoria, which is his hometown. So oh, yeah. it was a lose-lose situation for us. But I gave him kudos. That's probably the biggest moment. That whole senior year, that run was crazy. That's what's up. I, I always, always tease him, man, when you saw Livingston game throwing wood, man, that year. <laughs> and then shot it up to the rafters like, yeah, yeah. That, was, that, was, that hurt. That hurt. That's classic. Uh, but hey, y'all lost to an NBA champion, man. Multiple NBA champions, so that's cool. Yeah, you know, yeah I'm not even mad now. <laughs> I just got over it like a year ago. It's been like 10, 15 years. That's I just got over it. 
Philly, go ahead and ask your cuz. Future so, endeavors. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about things that you got going on as far as community or things that you plan on building. Yeah, for sure. With the um, association. Well, first thing on the community side, um, probably four four years ago now, partner with uh, Homewood Flossmore, my, high, my alma mater high school. In that school district, we launched a feeder program, uh, both on the basketball and baseball side, um, just to make sure whatever principles they're teaching at the high school, we exposing them to what we're doing, even like junior NBA and those type of that right. type of training right. to the guys in the community. And so, in the last four years, we probably touched uh, a little over 1,200 kids in terms of providing opportunities, whether it be through camps, clinics, our actual feeder teams. In addition to that, exposing them to, to character development. So mm -hmm. that's one of my proudest things that I'm doing off the court um, as part of our a nonprofit that we got. Uh, and the partnership is Vikings United. So really making sure we tap into all of those alum that went on to do some great things, whether it be in sport or in business, making sure I'm able to tap into them and get them back to teach them same lessons to the kids. Mm -hmm. And on the business side, man, I'm I'm, I'm really – feel like I'm transitioning into a great space that my, my niche where I'm supposed to be. Uh, one of my mentors is a, uh, a former investment banker and a current VC, a venture capitalist. And his livelihood in terms of what he does day in and day out, a lot of, you see about a lot of athletes and entertainers starting these funds, uh, these investment funds. And from the Steve Harveys to the, uh, the Kevin Hart's to athletes from, um, even even the guy Nas, he was the, he was a responsible for Nas launching his VC firm that made the investment in Ring Doorbell that just got bought by Amazon for a billion. Right. He's the financial guy behind that. And so what we're doing now is establishing what's called a family office to make sure things that like what happened to Kevin Garnett, there's an entity in place that could properly vet and make sure we monitor their business ecosystem to make sure those things don't happen but also where athletes and entertainers could leverage, uh, leverage their brand value to get access to deals that our culture typically not able to get into on the investment side. Mm -hmm. So that's a real focus that um, I got right now and hopefully be able to announce soon a, a real partnership even through the NBA as an official program. So we building That'd on that, dope. man. That'll be dope, man. Yeah. <coughs> Yeah, I love the uh, the mentorship program. That's that's extra dope, bro. Yes, sir. All right. Um, one question I do like to ask. You know, a lot a lot of people I I, I do interview, and I, I would like to, in going forward. But, um, you know, just what's your Mount Rushmore? Just in the league, or just not even in the league, just yeah. all time. Like, what's your Mount Rushmore? All time Mount Rushmore. All time. All time. Top top five. Top five. Man? Top so four, I gotta bro. throw. Top four. Top four. Okay. I was about to say, that make it a little easy for me <laughs> if I get that fifth one. <laughs> uh, obviously, you got to go with MJ. Um, I'm a huge Kobe fan, too. Yes, just sir. his mentality okay. on the okay. floor. Okay. Um, you ain't say LeBron yet. Phil over here crying, bro. I know. I'm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have to go there, but I'm trying to save him for last. Or so do I get five? Yeah. Well, no. They said my last one. I'm trying to get you five. LeBron is in there. You know what I'm saying? It's just recently I had to give it up to him, but he doing this thing I can't even deny. It. So mm -hmm. it's Mike, That's how I feel. Kobe, got uh, LeBron. Uniform now. Don't, you still? You <laughs> no, no, stuck no. with him now. Right. You no. stuck with him. What he did last year with that team. And when I thought he was, I thought they was gonna lose against the Pacers. <coughs> My Gave real me. shift with him too was their first championship with Cleveland. Yeah. When he lost everybody and the stats that he was putting up, 
that that in that finals mm-hmm. was crazy. I had to give it that up. That was. He, that. They yeah. wanted him to get MVP in that. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. No doubt. And then my last one is just probably on some personal tip is Isaiah Thomas. You know, mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. crib, someone I idolized, but Thomas a uh, heart over height. Yeah. He one of them guys. That's he, he definitely guys is. For sure. He definitely is. Okay. All right. All right. Any Best other? point guard of all time? Mine, personally, I know he's not to the masses. You know what <laughs> I mean? Um, you know what? He would definitely be up there for me. Best point guard of all time? Mm, that's a tough. tough one. Yeah, it is a tough that's question. That's a tough one. If you talking. You just Jason Kidd. We good. You rocking with Jason Kidd? Like, my favorites be guys like, don't not even A-list guys. So when we talk about top guys, I may throw somebody like a street, like Rafe Austin or somebody out there. Mm. Or, you know what I'm saying? Stuff Mm. like that. Them the guys are really valid because I seen what they was doing to NBA guys during the summer. You know what I mean? But in terms Mm. of in that system, I still go with Zeke. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Any other uh, any other questions for uh, brother Excel? What we got? What we got? Anything else? All right. All right. Well, I got one real. Quick. I, I know you did. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Your financial mentor or whatever you. What's his name? <laughs> his name uh, Rashawn Williams. Okay. Rashawn Williams. Yeah. I'm trying to think of that was the person I was thinking of. I don't know if you noticed me over here on my phone. I was trying to look it up. Mm-hmm. But um, I was more so thinking about the guy who used to do the uh. NBA rookie symposium. I can't think of his name at the moment, but we just had a little financial thing with him and my gig, and I I had assumed that that's what you. He's from if he did the rookie symposium, but I can't think of his name at the moment. I'm trying to but think, he's over there too. The investments and things of that nature. Yeah, is he working with any players directly right now that you could think of? Not a hundred percent sure. Okay, I know he doesn't do the symposium anymore though. Gotcha, gotcha. He used to play for the Bulls too. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it'll come to me. It'll come to you. It'll come to you. All right. So, uh, all right. Man. Well, Dickie Sim. <laughs> it definitely ain't Bob. Mm-hmm. With that red suit jacket on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Bob. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, uh, I think that's I think that's all we got right now. But you know, hey, we appreciate you coming on. My, uh, thanks for having family. me. Hardy, family. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate it's still cousin, y'all. Yeah. If y'all ain't heard, <laughs> if y'all ain't heard before, that's, still, that's, still that's cousin. cousin. They cousins. A lot together. of love. Love. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we appreciate, really appreciate you, man. Uh, yeah. For the fellas and I, this is uh, Numbers Lighter Podcast, man. We'll highlight y'all next week. Uh, highlight us. Sure. We gotta get you a closing line. <laughs> no, nah, I want this to be recorded. Hold on. Numbers lie. The podcast.